0: Burn. I got a bone to pick Most of you niggas, my sons got a coat with it on the glow and shit I'm the man behind the city control and shit I hate a hater, gotta violate him I tell him to hold a dick Gang, niggas thinking it's a game Gotta show him how to play Catch him broad day Niggas thinking that they hit They really know just 40 gon' eat off for face This ain't no race It's a reason you in front Pussy boy, you gettin' chased So race, yourself You see me in the gang on the coattail Free the ones, is jammed and won't tell I know niggas with bread, but no
1: better Thank you for starting the day right with the fucking feelings podcast. It's your host, Ed Rock. I'm sitting here with Mayhem Manny and Law T C. What's popping, fellas?
0: What's going on, boy? Your eyes opened up wide just now. What happened? <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, getting adjusted to this ATL life, man. It's it's been it's been nice, but like also very, very stressful because it's just like a lot of opportunities have been coming my way. It's been a little bit of overwhelming, but at the same time super dope. I've met a lot of them networking like crazy with a lot of new people and just trying to get a lot of stuff up and running. So I'm kind of, I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, you got to structure yourself, man. Yeah,
1: because, it's, only, it's only been three weeks. So, you know, it's a process. It's going to take a little time to get everything, get that coefficiency up to where I'm, my normal standard is. So we're getting there slowly but surely. How's everybody else doing?
2: Everything is everything. I've been um, pushing to get my photography shit up and together. Um, I've been pre-editing everything, uh, posting everything. I might have two shoots this week and tomorrow I'll have like a uh, conference for this chick who hit me up for like a job like um to shoot jewelry. But she probably gonna like send
1: it out to me. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot it and go like this Nice. That's what's up. Congratulations, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, man. Yes, That's sir. Amazing. Opportunities,
2: Growth. Yeah, so. and I'm gonna finish a project and probably release it like for probably mid-September. Okay. Like not the one I initially one? was going to, not initially, not the initial one, like the shorter one, the EP one. The one for um RJ Angry or the, the other one you was working on? The other one I was working on.
0: Oh, mm. did you say we're getting lo- new Loyal TC music in September?
2: Maybe, like, end of September.
0: Hey, 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 don't, don't, don't hit me with no maybe now. Come on, my eyes just lit up.
2: Deliver. It's, it's, it's
0: August already, right? Yeah uh, No, we're at the yeah, end of July. Pretty much. Yeah, it's like the 26th. Yeah, we're, we're standing at yeah. the end of, the lot, of July right
2: now. 26th? Right. Yeah, pro- probably, probably end of September, more than likely. Definitely end yeah. September.
1: Looking forward mm. to that. The masses needed, boy. The masses need it. They ain't got nothing better to do with themselves right now.
0: Word. Right. They need some type of scriptures. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They need to be to elevated, to cause they ain't getting no elevation nowhere else. And all and and then all, loyal gotta say is sincerely yours. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I like that track, man. I actually love that track.
1: <laughs> you know, it's um, it's funny because I think it's uh, as a modern time, we see a lot more collaboration between black people when it comes not only music, but also within like the industry itself. And I was thinking about this um, video I was watching the other day with Eddie Murphy and Spike Lee and how he was, um, Eddie Murphy, Spike Lee was you know, some type of way how Eddie was like, you're not doing more to bring more black people into the industry. And Eddie was like, well, I'm still just one black man. I have about, at the time, like almost 600 black people on my staff working there. But it's not like I can go to these producers who own my company. What year was this? This was...
0: Around coming uh, to America, right?
1: I want to say before that. What year was this? Um, shit. I want to say maybe early 90s. Maybe.
0: But... Maybe. Hold on. Maybe. If maybe this is now. if if, if this coming to America is '88,
1: then it'd be way before that. Then I wasn't. I didn't catch the exact date. But this was right around. This is when Eddie and Spike were definitely super super young. Actually, this was right around the time Spike did um
0: do the right thing.
1: Yes, it was right around then. It was like okay. maybe like right. It was like right before that. So yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's
0: like eighty, eighty seven eighty seven or something.
1: hmm But uh, I'm like I get it though, you know what I'm
0: saying? Dude, right, like, the right thing came out in um eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine, yeah. But he's saying it's right before that, that's what he's
1: saying. So then this is uh, that was eighty nine, this probably came out around eighty seven, maybe like late eighty six.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Yeah, but I'm like I get it though. I'm like spikes, um ideology would think it's kinda like if you wanna make it even a more broader spectrum, it's kinda like Malcolm X versus Martin Luther King. Like they have two vastly different approaches to what they were doing would, in the industry. Uh,
2: I I would I would I wouldn't make that comparison. That's a wild comparison. That's a big comparison. I'm I'm just saying like you gotta look at it around that time, like the early the eighties, the mid eighties, should the entire eighties, that's when um, um, Eddie Murphy was like becoming like really big, like really really big, and, and like rolling out. So when you're new, even if you're a big name, because Eddie Murphy was fucking humongous in like oh, the yeah. '80s, he was mm-hmm. like humongous in the '80s. But you still can't do shit like you want to. Like when Drake first came out, Drake, did, we didn't we knew Drake was a star, right? But we didn't know Drake would be as big as Drake is now, right? Drake has a lot of yeah. fucking pull. I was watching something where um it was yesterday when um what's his the baby was like yo they wouldn't let him in Canada and Drake pulled some strings to get him in Canada. Like they was not trying to let the baby in Canada like for shows for nothing. But Drake has pull, but that's because Drake worked up to get, worked up that far to get pulled. Don't get me wrong, I agree where like um it should be more to like help black like, people, but I don't think he could do anything like at that moment. to like be more yeah. people in. Um, what's this? Coming to America came out in '88, and like Harlem Nights yeah. came out in '89. So, yes. if the conversation was earlier than that, I feel like I feel like even though like he couldn't do it then, I feel like Eddie did take like that advice and started doing it because like if you look at all his movies early then, and like mm-hmm. you gotta look like Coming to America was his movie that he like put he came out his pocket for and fucking come. Harlem Nights was on his movie that he put into his pocket to come out and put that shit up for him. And like both of those movies are filled with like all-star black cast. Like Harlem yeah, Nights yep. is nothing but black comedians and um, mm-hmm. that coming did. to America. Yeah, coming to America is like a super black-based like uh, uh, um... movie, like with the with the King Jaffe Joe, with the, how how elegant movies? black black people could be, and like and just all that. Uh, I feel like... Prince Akin got his own money. Yeah, right? Yeah, Like, it it just shows, like, how... how, He
0: got his own money, baby! You made it this time!
2: Words. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Even though it was, like, an earlier conversation and, like, and Eddie was probably, like, I'm only one man, I feel like he did take uh, the advice to heart and start doing it because if you look at majority of his movies after that, with the exception of Nutty Professor, where he just did himself. But like mm-hmm. when you look at when you look at what's this Norbit, mad fucking comedians in there, and a bunch of comedians that you didn't know, a bunch of comedians weren't getting work at that time, like Eddie Griffin, Cat Williams,
0: Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. It
2: was just it was just a whole bunch of people, like a bunch of white people, in like well, in, in a large portion of Eddie's movies, um, even in Nutty Professor. Like Nutty Professor, um, that's what we first really got to see Dave Chappelle. You see what I'm saying? Right. That, so man, Nutty Nutty Professor was what 96? Yeah, yeah. 96, right, cause, 95, cause, around that time period.
0: Yeah, because Hove, one of the reasonable doubt tracks is on that. Oh, you're right.
2: It is 96 <laughs> because ain't no nigga got put no on, the soundtrack. In there. Yeah, yeah, it on yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. was on the
0: soundtrack. Yeah. Russell Simmons threw that in. Did yeah. he throw that it? One of them. One of them did it. Like yeah, that. yeah, because yeah.
2: he was um he was um he just had um he had P- Priority was his label and it was like Rockefeller. I mean Priority was his distribution, and then when they like signed like Rockefeller, I think to um Death Jam for distribution and stuff like that, they was like, all right, cool. And then they threw Ain't No Nigga on the soundtrack. Yeah. Because Ain't No Nigga yeah. was out already on Reasonable Doubt, but it wasn't right. really like a big single, so they pushed that shit on the on the soundtrack. On, on so the soundtrack. Yeah.
0: That's a good, that was a good move, especially with independent. Yeah. But um, what I wanted to say about that kid is, to elaborate what y'all said, um, it's, it's the truth. You can't, you, you can't expect them to have much pool, but if you look at what Eddie did, he put on a lot of people,
2: and they had longevity careers because of him, bro. Oh shit! Even life. Remember life? Life had mad fucking people. Life, right? Life, fucking up. Um, um, you you gonna eat your cornbread? That Yo, dude.
0: That dude got that, a career,
2: son. Yeah, mad people. He, mad people.
0: He the same dude that was on the Fresh Prince, talking about a uh, uh, mad dog. I don't know if y'all remember the episode.
1: Actually, it's funny you even bring that up, and I think it's funny to say it's like if you compare. I don't, I can only, my, my knowledge to Spike is a little bit more limited versus Eddie. But from my logistical standpoint, would you say Eddie put on way more
2: people than Spike did? Um, no. Well, it, 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 it depends on how, it depends. Mm-hmm. And I say it depends because, um... When Spike think- came on, when Spike came on, he was doing like um, filmmaking. So it was more of a um, how can I say this? He didn't he he, he didn't have the industry that he was already like a family with. Like the black comedian industry back then was super super tight and super close knit, and that's just the comedian industry as a whole. Like all comedians. Tend to know each other. Like it's, it's usually they usually got to go through the um the same places. They got to do the same sets. They they all bump into each other. So when Eddie made it, like it was like he was already a part of a culture before he became into a big mainstream culture. So he already had friends that he could pull on. Spike, he had to make movies and outside of Hollywood, so he didn't really have anything but like people he know, and he had to do a lot of hit of himself. So mm-hmm. like. I'll say maybe later, like when Spike like started getting credibility and it was still hard because he didn't really, he didn't get like an Oscar until like a couple years ago. Yeah. Fucking so, what, last year? Yeah, what movie was, probably, was that. Maybe like, um, last year or the year before that? Yeah. Like the year before that. Mm-hmm. I, forgot, I forgot. I can't remember the name anymore. I think it was like Black Klansman or some shit. It was? Yeah, it was Black. Yes. Black
1: Clans. <laughs> yes. That was the last yeah. movie he did.
2: Yeah, with like,
1: uh, Denzel's
2: um, son, yeah, yeah, I think it was mm-hmm. Black Clansman who's,
1: who's also in um, Ballers with The
0: Rock.
2: So right, so it's it, it's it's a it's a thing of like I don't want to be like Spike. I don't want to I don't want to say like Eddie put more people on, but at the at the early 80s at the late eighties early nineties, um, Eddie Murphy was way bigger. Then fucking see to be having pulled to do something because he has like a he has like a short stream of like not really good movies mm-hmm. but he got a he got a pass on that shit because he was Eddie Murphy this nigga did everything this nigga was doing comedy Delirious and Rob like are some of the biggest comedy shows of all time um and this nigga was doing music and shit so like nobody maybe. Maybe like stretched out over time. You probably could say like Eddie put more people on, but it was more of a. It's, it's a close race. It's a close race because Eddie Murphy had way more pull, way faster than um, Spike Lee did. I agree. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy was like you said more.
0: Spike Spike is like a, Spike is like a person that that really doesn't. Uh, work with the industry, and she the doesn't, industry doesn't work right. They don't work with him. Meanwhile, Eddie was working with the industry, and he was working with him. Which is which more.
1: is you can also even say. I uh, was going to compare to those two would be um, Cat and cat who is Cab yes. worked no. in the industry,
2: and I would I wouldn't no. say
0: that no okay. Well,
2: oh, oh, the reason I wouldn't say that is because Cat. Cat had um, circumstances because Cat was big in the industry. He was big, and if he didn't oh, have yeah. like the the situations that he where Kevin Hart is at, that's where Cat's supposed to be. You see what I'm saying? Because you got to look yeah. at before, like now, where they are le- when they are like allowing um, multiple comedians like to get some shine at, at at one period of time. At one period of time, yeah. That shit wasn't then, back then. Like, during the... What was this? During the 60s was Red Fox. He was big. 70s, Richard Pryor. And then after that came Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy had his run, like, a heavy run into, like, 96. And then okay. after that, who it was? Martin. Martin was fucking humongous. And then mm-hmm. after Martin, who came after that? Uh, Dave, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. No, Dave I Chappelle. mean, like... He, Bernie wasn't Bernie was like big in black community, but he wasn't big in like mainstream Hollywood. Fair enough. Fair enough. So but you gotta look at it like with Eddie and Martin and and like the people, like, yo, they 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 put people like Bernie in these movies. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like I'll say if if it was if it was if if Bernie was alive now and how um the black comedian is right now, Bernie would have Mad Shine. Because if you look at it right now, there's there's more than one black co- comedian getting a pull right now. And com- and Cat um, mm-hmm. Williams was supposed to be up next right after um, Dave Chappelle. And then that, that, then the mishap happened, and then it was Kevin Hart. So, Well, would you say uh, that Dave is still technically the unspoken
1: king? Even though they they forcibly dethroned him. Of course. No,
2: of, uh, of, of course. Of this era, yeah. of this era right now, he's king. Yeah, yes, he Ken. is.
0: He this
2: yeah. yeah. is king. When, when,
0: when a man walks away for 10 years and comes back and he's still killing, come on, man. And he come made on. the money
2: that he walked away from on the Netflix Ooh, specials already. Right, right. Right. From the first the Netflix special. From the one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you, if you look at it like that, you'd like. He's 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 technically like king, like after I'll say he's king after um Eddie Murphy. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'll say he's king after Eddie Murphy. And I don't think personally that um even though Cat came
1: after him, well Cat um gained gained the throne only after they like forcibly removed Dave, and he even spoke and he was like. I wouldn't even have had the opportunity I had if they hadn't forcibly dethroned Dave because Dave didn't want to wear a dress. And that's why they yanked him.
0: He was like, no, we're going to do this skit. You need to put on this dress, it's going to be funny." He's like, no, I'm not wearing no fucking dress. Like, are you crazy? I'm not doing it. And they just kept bringing up the dress to him. And if you realize where Dave is talking about that, anytime you see Dave talking about that, it's always the clips from Oprah. He waited until he got to that big platform to say that, because he wanted mm-hmm. everyone to know what's going on. Mhm. How many black
1: comedians were there that they shoved into dress? Martin, Jamie Foxx, um, the no, boy happen? from Big Mama's house. That's Martin. No,
2: you're talking about, um, no. the, 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 lightest. I know who you're talking about. I know, I know who you're, oh, talking, yeah. about. Oh, you're talking about. are talking about Yes. Yeah, right.
1: they did it to all of them. It was to emasculate them.
2: And, and, and even super early, like one of the earlier comedians who were doing sketch shows in like dresses was like Flip Wilson. So mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. in dresses too. So the it, only it, person it does become... To you see
1: the only person to actually make wearing a dress a success was um Tyler Perry he built his whole
2: i mean they I mean, they, all a, a, they all made it as they all made it a success but it still falls into that category of like the the the, the of like that and shit
1: yeah but i think so, that the, the terms are different because they were forced into wearing those dresses versus Tyler did it willingly? Like he built his brand on top of Medea.
2: Yeah, Versus but it's 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 still it still falls into the it still falls into um mm-hmm. to me it still falls into because like Tyler Perry was around for a long period of time. See what, yes, what I'm saying? he was. He wasn't doing movies; he was doing like actual plays. See what I'm saying? Right. So mm-hmm. who knows at what period when he was like, oh, I'm gonna add this character into my into my plays, and then it became a thing. So, you got to look at it as like, oh, did Hollywood notice him because he added a man, a black man wearing a dress into his place? dress, yes, right. You see what I'm saying? Or it was just like, oh, no, he was good. Because they pulled him in and then he went independent. You see what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, like it, it still falls into the category of, like, what gets you your attention? Is it, like, your regular shit or is it, like, added shit? You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. And what you what you um what you also got remember too
0: when they put on the dress all of them they all thrive professionally but it was per in their personal life where they took the hit.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: All of them took the hit in their personal life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You walk down you walk down the street, niggas be letting like, you try to say something. Well you bitch ass niggas, shut the fuck up, get back in the dress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: I'm like, some had it worse than others, right? Like the the more lower cast, like the same guy, we can't remember his name right now from Big Mama 2 who wore the dress, like that was the height of his career. But he also fell off after that. Like he kind of disappeared. Like some people who had a bigger base who wore the dresses were able to maintain because they had been around longer. You know what I'm saying? Like Martin, Jamie, you know what I'm saying? So like for them, they had strong enough foundations with their careers. So even when a dress, even though people might've come at them for it, it's like, okay, it's like they shot at them, but it wasn't a fatal wound. It was something they recovered from, you know, versus like some of these younger guys who were forced into the dress role and then pretty much like, yeah, it was the height, but for one or two seconds and then, they disappeared.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm.
1: Which I think also is hmm, another thing in a sense of how Hollywood emasculates the black man. Is it a because they just want to emasculate and be powerless or is it because they fear what we can accomplish? just as another tie-in, like Nick, right? Nick said what he said, as we talked about it last week. And now, after apologizing, which a lot of people feel like he shouldn't have apologized. And ah, I'm like, I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I understood why he apologized. But at the same time, I was just like, don't I'm the type of person like don't retract because what you, said, I, I what you said wasn't technically wrong. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the way you went about it was a little bit wrong. Maybe not, no, nah, I'm gonna retract that. Not about the way he went about it, but maybe like the way he phrased it could have been better. But the underlying meaning of what he said wasn't wrong. Wasn't there's, wrong. There's, there's logical facts to that. So it was like, so for you to apologize, I, I kind of understand why I people like, so you're a sellout, like you, you bow to them when it wasn't necessary, like you had our support, fuck the bullshit, like fuck what they got, what they think and what they say, you had us. And now people feel that you're a sellout for bending a knee. Mm. Man. It's, I know this, it's, it's, this,
0: this,
2: this, this yeah, situation don't right it. for me again. It's it's just affecting fact of the matter. It's like yo, if you you can't have too many uh strong people just speaking out. You know what I'm saying? Because it it it, it creates a a, a rally of motherfuckers who just like yo, I'm not gonna do this, and then they have the power to not do that shit.
0: The Jews got tired of being attacked. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. They got tired of being attacked by uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Stephen Jackson, and then Nick Cannon spoke out. It was like, all right, all right, all right, we gotta stop.
1: I think it's, I think it's less about it being specifically Jews, but more about. We're in an era right now where the white man, throwing up the quotation size, are taking a lot of hits right now. and That's true. I think they are getting tired of it, and then now it's spreading out onto multiple fronts, and they are tired of being lashed at from multiple angles. So they're just like, well, this is a front we can snip in the bud so let's shut this shit down real quick before we have to deal with another battle on another front. That we, and we're already stretched too thin. Like you said, like, you already had two people speaking on the point. Then Nick just happened to be that third. And it was like, well, we have some power over Nick. So let's deal with it the best way we can. So they shut him down. They took his show. They fired him. You know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, maybe they shut the fuck up. And then he apologized. And then they're like, yeah, see, snip that shit in the bud. But then if anything, I feel like it's become a little bit more of a thing because it's like, but it's become, the, the narrative has shifted away from them and what they did, and now it's on Nick for being a sellout instead of the the point of interest maintaining on them for firing a black man for him speaking his opinion. When did it become a thing for you to fire somebody for voicing their opinions? Is that not freedom of speech?
2: Always, nigga. It's always been that. What do you mean? Fair enough. Well, the, thing, the thing is, uh, when you... Just because you have constitutional rights, you got to look at somebody's organization. Yeah. So it's private. It's it's a, it's a, still yeah. falls, it still falls into a private sector. So like, right. if you go at your job, Right, and you talk up to your boss, even though he's an idiot, and you're right. He can still mm-hmm. fire you. You, yeah, you do have the you do have the right to to execute to execute your constitutional rights, but mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, the Constitution doesn't own that business.
0: Yeah, because it's, um, um um what do we call
2: it? There's a code
0: of ethics there. There's a code of ethics. Even when you oh, okay, well, job application you sign it says you cannot discriminate against someone's gender creed, religion, sexual orientation, it says all of that sir. So that's why that falls under there. That's why everybody at the the workplace keep their opinions to themselves. Understandable. Mm -hmm. They all keep their opinions to themselves. I'm oh, curious to see how it's going to end with Nick, though, man. Shit. You know, I want him to get Wild'n
1: Out, you know? Honestly, I doubt he will. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and let's be honest, Um, I think if, what is the Wild'n Out? I'm a yes, Wild'n Out is a household brand, but without Nick, is it still? What is it? It's a, um, just like, I feel like it's just like the Chappelle show, right? Once they dethroned Dave, that last season was ass. The -hmm. show lost value. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. you getting rid of Nick, you've only technically hurt yourself. Like, so who's really being punished here? You, Nick,
0: or yourself?
2: We've got to get like certain companies look at, look at things in the long run. And they mean in the long run as like, yeah, we're losing this, but we'll find a way to recoup it. Like, business is about losses. So, like, if they're like, yeah, we'll take this loss because we can't have the people who are in charge of, like, the actual network, like Viacom. We can't, we can't have them be mad at us because then they'll start affecting our MTV contract and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it, it does. It does fall. In, it falls into like a, a trickle down. And then, best believe, in a few years, they just they're just gonna be throwing
0: on reruns of that shit, the wild and the episodes. Fair point. Best believe that. I'm no curious to see, man.
1: Well. I want want to introduce our new segment. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have introducing our hip hop segment. Mayhem, take it off.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, Today's, so in this week's news, of course, we got to talk about the guy Kanye West. Oh, man. (laughs) I got to do a deep breath. I'm going to
1: (laughs) say. I'm going to say the same thing I put in group chat about Kanye, and that is that he has never been the same after losing his mother. I feel like something broke in him the day she died, and he's never recovered from it. He got entanglement with the Kardashians. And I feel like it only made the situation yo, yo, worse.
0: Yo, yo, yo <laughs> the yo. word, the word, no. 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 no, that's the new, that's the new manipulation word. Yo, 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 what the fuck, son? Just like I say, entanglement, son. Did
2: I say entanglement? You yes. did say entanglement, nigga. I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god, I'm like, a- I think I think yeah. the word's appropriate for this one particular situation, and it's super funny because now they're talking shit. Like Kim has been talking about like divorcing Kanye, and that's the thing with these Kardashians—they take these black men, they fuck yep. them up, and then they discard them. Mm-hmm. Kim's done that's it. True. Courtney's done it. Kylie
0: done it. No, not Courtney. No, no. Nah, nah. Courtney never had uh, the black guys. It was Kim, uh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. That's the one. Right, that was Lamar Odom. Yeah, Chloe. Um, uh, 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 what's her name? The the the, the Jenner girl, the one that's with Travis. She Kylie. had Tiger before.
1: Kylie, yeah.
0: Yeah, she had Tiger before. Yeah, she's done it. Yeah. Of course, fucking uh, Chris has done it. The mother, oh, the mother's fucking ridiculous, man.
1: They are a cancer.
0: Bitch, bitch had a three, three niggas she fucking with in the courtroom at the same time. That's so crazy, bro. <laughs> yes. That's so crazy. A super horse. <laughs> Yo, the
1: Kardashian have been a cancer on our social society. It is retarded. They have been a uh, cancer to the black nation.
0: But let me tell you, that's why. If she never did nothing else with her life, that's why people give a shout out to fucking uh Black China for doing what she did to them. I'm
1: like shit, even even this this um what was it the other day they were talking about like the Tory lanes
0: and um oh and Meg and the Meg shit? Like, oh man. That was gonna be the second part.
1: I'm like I'm like, what what was that even about? Like there's been a lot of speculation
0: mm-hmm. about
1: it. You know, like, there's been rumors that Meg and Tori were seeing each other
0: and... Yeah, and he was giving Kylie a little bit too much attention at the house party. And supposedly... She started swinging on him.
1: Right. (laughs) Supposedly she swung on him and supposedly that he shot her. In the foot. Oh, it was in the foot? Okay, mm-hmm.
0: but mm-hmm. like, yo,
1: yeah. this shit is crazy, and it's yeah. crazy that you can consistently date all the crazy shit back to a motherfucking Kardashian.
0: Uh, uh, right in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? She got yo, to do with this too?
1: The Kardashians were the original coronavirus, bro.
0: Oh shit! Real shit. There goes the clip right there. <laughs> there goes the clip.
1: They are They're the original coronavirus. Infecting motherfuckers left to right. The only person who's ever walked away from the Kardashians and gotten better was James Harden. Had a record-breaking season after he, he ended things.
0: Oh, yeah, with, with fucking Chloe. Yeah, he did the right thing, man. He moved on. Only person. Everybody else has
1: ultimately gone downhill.
0: Then you got this one, the, the 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 one that's with her now, the 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 ball player, Christian um, Thompson. Christian Thompson. Thompson, yeah, he mm-hmm. over there fucking Jordan Woods and shit. But still, you know they, you know, this play has gone down since messing with her. They got back together. Yeah, I think I think she's pregnant again. But they are, cause. They just a mess, bro. They just a mess. You know, if you're mm-hmm. a real mess, when, 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 when the nigga turned himself into a female, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm leaving that one alone. Give yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone. I
2: don't want no part well, of that
0: I, one. Well, I, I'll talk about it. You want to know what? Fucking...
2: You want to know what? I I play devil's advocate because I love that shit. So you could you could argue that I was watching something with um, Dr. Umar Johnson, right? And he was basically saying like he was having a a, a back and forth dialogue with this um, this 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 girl, I say woman, this woman from the LBG the LGBT community, Oh, right?
0: and he was on stage, and she was talking. He was on stage. He, he was her. on
2: stage, right? And it was basically talking about like the context of what's classified as a mental illness and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. he's basically saying, he basically said, and I was like, this is is the most quiet shit ever. He basically said that um, when people shout like, when you say you dislike something, people call you homophobic. Like, he's like, where in a book is homophobia like classified as a mental illness? And she was like, it's not, and he was like, phobia, a phobia is a, it's, is a, it's is, is, is part of the, uh, like a mental disease. It's like, it's a fear and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So like if, if he's also saying majority of like cases where people have, um, uh, identity like issues like gender, uh, and, and stuff like that, it's usually because like they have some trauma that they don't want to deal with. You see what I'm saying? So, you, I, I feel like you got to look at the realm of, like, Chris Jenner was married before. There's a whole family out there with with his name. So, after he got married to the Kardashians, what, what happened after that? You see what I'm saying? It's like, you go from this grand or uh, um, American track runner to now, like, you decide like years Olympic, where,
0: Olympic gold winner.
2: Yeah years, years, years that you wanted to like transition into a woman. You see what I'm saying? So yes, and no. like it became a hype thing. And I the reason why I say it became a hype thing because when it happened, it was the biggest news everywhere. Now you don't hear I shit know. about it. You won't hear shit nope. about him. He's not nope. he's nowhere to be found. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. It it becomes a thing when I'm like, hmm, it's like a, a, Dave Chappelle was like, he don't like it because it smells white, smells of white privilege. And he means, he says white privilege because for years, RuPaul's been around. You see what I'm saying? And right. Think, motherfuckers almost didn't care about RuPaul. RuPaul was famous, but they didn't care about RuPaul. They didn't, they didn't give a, they didn't really care about her rights or how she felt as a person and all right. that shit, right? As right. soon as yep. Chris Jenner did, then they put him on the cover of Vanity Fair and all these magazines, mm-hmm. and it's because he's like, he's Hi, like, oh, I'm Caitlin.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: You see what I'm saying? Right. And, they, mm-hmm. and 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 Dave Chappelle is like, this has only become a thing because white men want to do it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When white mm-hmm. when white men want to are, are interested in becoming women or uh, alternative lifestyles, now it's something that could be upset, accepted. And now the entire world has to accept it, and now the entire world has to bend on knees and be like, yes, and and, and all of that. So I, I do understand it's, it's, it's a weird subject, but it does it, it, when you look at it that way, it's like we're being forced to do uh, colonizer shit again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hmm?
0: Definitely. Definitely. Even when you talk about that, even when you talk about... Um when things become a white thing, then it becomes national news. It, it's like, it it's, becomes, like it okay. it, it's like and cocaine. It's like heroin. And heroin. When it, was, mm. when it was in the black communities, no one cared. But as soon yeah, as it yeah. got to Wall Street and all that,
2: oh, yeah, we got to come down
0: on these drugs. Uh, da, 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 nah, nah motherfuckers
2: you know? still, nah, still do cocaine in Wall Street. Like the epidemic oh, of right course. now is It's a heroin epidemic. Which right. is funny because... Heroin and, was a '70s drug. It was fucking in the '70s, like big. Yeah. And like now, it's become a thing of like, oh, we need to get these people help and stuff like that. Yeah, be- but, because
0: like, lean, lean is liquid heroin. That's what that is. Yeah. Word? I didn't yeah. Know that.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Lean is liquid heroin, bro. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. I've never heard
2: that name, but it can't be. You? It can be, what be liquid. Cr- nah, I was about to say it, it. It can't be liquid crack because they used to call more liquor liquid crack. So I oh, right. guess it is like, I, I guess it is like liquid heroin.
0: Right. Anytime, Damn. think about this. Any anytime you stop drinking lean, that you drunk it a lot, they niggas mm-hmm. go through shivers, and and they have um With,
2: uh, the withdrawals and the sweat. Withdrawals too. and
0: yes, and all of that. The fucking Boosie and all them niggas went through it, bro. Damn. You, you know what I'm saying? They all went through. It. Yeah, okay, so, so that's the that's real, shit. that's real, shit, bro.
1: Yo, ha, let's let's uh, I want to take a shot at Nikki. So, I recently found out, so Nicki Minaj is pregnant, right? You think Takashi 69 was secretly the, 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 the baby daddy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: He was the yeah, I think I think
1: I think that's I think I know I've seen the pictures with her from Blackview, but I think Takashi really the baby daddy. I think he been
0: beating it up. Ain't, ain't it her husband or whatever the petty nigga. I'm not too sure. I think so. Yeah, but it but it's it's man, it's funny man. It's funny. That guy, but I, I you know when you when you talk about because it, it's his music news. Aside from Nikki, when you talk about Takashi, I don't know how he sleeps that night. Like, I just don't know how he sleeps that night.
1: Fully, I assume. Motherfucker, don't got a care in the world. We live yeah. in an era of snitches are glorified. That's the era we live in.
0: It is okay I, to be a snitch. I tell you this. When Alpo is running, walking the streets of Harlem right now, he could defend himself. Six nine can't walk the streets of Brooklyn and defend himself.
2: The point I mean, is, all the people, all the people from Alpo era, they're not alive, and the people around in Harlem right now, they don't care about. shit. Max, like
1: exactly. It's a different era. There was a time where if this was
0: most people not alive, some of them are still there, but most. I want to say I see what you're
1: saying. If this was forty years ago, he'd be dead already. He'd be Ooh. dead already.
0: 69? Yes. Um, I, I, You know why I can't entirely say that? Sammy the Bulls still alive. And that's the right. Italian Mafia. That's Gotti and them niggas. You know what I mean? So, I can't entirely say that. All right, fair point. It's, it's, yeah, there's some dudes that don't make it out. Like, that Epstein bitch ain't gonna make it out. <laughs> she definitely not gonna make it out. She's not gonna make it out. Too, if know, she dead.
1: does, I'll be surprised. If if she makes it out, it's because they wanted her to make it out.
0: Right, right. They want certain shit to crumble. Yeah. Right. right. They want they want certain things to be said. They
1: want they want to remove somebody in order to make space for somebody new.
0: Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah. That's yeah. the only
1: way she makes it out. And they she will say what they want her to say. And then if she tries to do anything more than what they want her to do, the Click, Clicka. Exactly.
0: So, but yeah. Shit. Is Dame Dash wonder? Is Dame Dash the reason snitches get glorified by putting out Alpo, portraying Apple's character in there?
2: No, that's uh. a stretch. That's a stretch. I'm not gonna. Wow, because, that because I don't, I don't because, know enough. you said you said you said.
0: Because cause remember now, at the end of the movie, when they catch him, he says, yeah, I'll give you some cats down in D.C., but I'm not going to give you nobody from Harlem, because when I come home, I'm going to still be the king.
2: It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that has anything to do with, like, Dane Dash. That's like, if you, uh, there's a documentary talking about, like, uh, uh, Alpo and all that. So, I'm sure there was homework done before, like, the actual movie was put together. So, like, there is, like, uh, uh, some type of historic accuracy in that. So, maybe Alpo did say that. Maybe somebody talked to Alpo, and he felt like he still was going to be, like, good when he came back. Because so, he ain't sent you on nobody I, I, from Harlem. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't I would even, would even put that on him because, on game, so to speak, because making a movie about something doesn't mean, like, oh, I'm supporting this. Because the movie's not about Alpo. The movie's about Ace.
0: The movie, yeah, 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 yeah. The
2: movie, Ace is the main character, right? He's telling the story the movie, and everything. The movie, the movie about Ace and right. um, A.C. on the dude. He he actually wrote the script for the movie. Yeah. like he wrote right. the script and then he gave and then he like sold the rights and then they, and then there's an interview on Vlad where he's talking about like they 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 changed the they whole changed bunch of everything,
0: stuff. right?
2: They right. change yeah they right. changed a bunch of stuff. I mean mm-hmm. once you say once you sell your rights, they so do no have no to sense. make. They, yeah, but they do have to make it um uh uh cinematically and theatrically appealing. You can't just have a long mm-hmm. movie about about um um uh small things that happen within their life. It has to be one it has to be one big plot within a movie. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So the the plot is Ace going from rags to riches and then him bowing out and then the people he meet along the way. So I don't know what the original script looked like, but they had to change the script to make it into a movie form because books that go into movie form have a hard time because you could put more shit into a script. You could put more shit into a book. But to make mm-hmm. that shit into an actual mm-hmm. movie, it has to, you, have, you have to change shit up. A lot mm-hmm. of shit trimmed out. A lot yeah. of shit trimmed yeah. out. It has to, that's, that's why the I mean, book is be much
0: trouble. better.
2: In
1: yeah. most cases, yes.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) a lot of the movies, a lot of the movies you see out in the industry right now are based off books. And you're like, some of them, like some people like, I'm an avid book reader. You know what I'm saying? And when I look at books that are transformed into movies, you're like, okay, this was done justice. Okay, this is not that bad. And then you're like, what the fuck? Like, there's some books this you just can't trim shit. It's either you put everything in it or you don't make you it don't at make all. In, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. a small film that you guys probably may heard of, not heard of. It's called Beautiful Creatures, right? The book was actually pretty good, but the movie was so horrendous because they cut out so many key points to make the movie. Um, more time efficient, right? Because then the movie only got covered about an hour and a half worth of of the book, and they cut out a lot. A lot, and they changed up a lot of things. Shit, the actor who played the main role in that is the same kid who plays um, How, um, Solo. Who played Han Solo.
0: Oh, oh in Star Wars, okay.
1: Yeah, so what so I'm saying, like, you see... It happens all the time where it's just like they don't put enough or they cut too much and it ends up fucking a movie.
0: Right, right.
1: But, uh, I got some shit to take care of. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Fuck Your Feelings podcast. Always remember to follow the Instagram page NYC underscore FYF underscore podcast. And my peoples, don't forget,
2: Keep your feelings in your motherfucking pocket, bitch. Peace. Oh shit. Yes. Shout out shout out to Meg. Hope Meg gets better. You know what I mean? Fact. She had to go through like Fact. with surgery and shit. Oh. Like
0: that, so. Uh rest in peace to John Lewis. His uh funeral was yesterday. They did the walk across Selma. Rest in peace to him. Great man. Nice. nice. A lot nice. for the black community all over America and
2: in the world. You, you walked with Martin, man. Yes, he right. did. Yes, yes he respect did. Respect to him. Solid. You're all oh, and you since remember. and since we're in the entertainment business, shout out to uh, me, rest in peace to um, what's this, Regis Philbin. Who rest away in yesterday. peace to
0: Regis, man. Yo. Yeah. Boy, my, my parents used to love watching him all the time, man. Rest in peace. Wait,
1: from, from, from Regis and Kelly? Regis and Kelly.
0: Yes, he passed away. I mean, he died. Yeah. He died yesterday. yesterday. No mm-hmm. shit. Damn. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, so rest in peace to him, man, for real. Oh, shit. Michael the Strahan problem. said he was the one who helped him with getting on TV and stuff like that after football. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. I didn't
2: even hear about that, I
0: guess.
2: Yeah, he was like 88, though, so. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's what? done everything that he needed to do. Yeah, yeah. Old, he bro. just he he just looked young.
0: He was old, bro. Well, yeah, yeah. Remember, he was on Regis and Kelly for a long time.
2: Since we were like kids, bro. Yeah. Not even That's Regis true. and Kelly. It was, it was Regis and Captain Lee before it was Regis and Kelly. Ooh, right, right. Yep. Kelly's younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that should been know, on since we were like kids, like yes. super young. Fact.
0: And then he did a lot of stuff before that, anyway, in entertainment business. Yeah. Regis is a different uh being. Okay. All right, uh, my people, stay black. Yes, yes, stay sir. Black. Stay black. And get your work done.